Good morning, everyone. What is going on? We're back again with another episode of the South Florida Gamers Podcast, episode 51. You already know who I am, the host, Silverback Senpai, and across from me is Waluigi. Morning, everybody. We had a fun episode last week with Chaco Taco, but now we have some of South Florida's drive players here. Absolutely. And join, you know, returning is the guy, this gentleman in yellow, Herbs. Hola, como estas? <laughs> <laughs> and we got an empty seat because we're waiting for someone. Surprise special later. guests. Yeah, special yes. guests coming in shortly. <laughs> Creator. The one and only. And joining us again, Beef Humanity. Y'all know who I am. I'm coming back. I'm ready to talk about some strife. I'm excited. When did you leave? Oh, never. You know, I <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys don't know. I've been here the whole time. But no, I'm you back don't know. Now. I sleep in the floorboards for Flynn's. <laughs> oh, God. There's more, more lore to add. Ne- into. Never, if you ever come into Flynn's, which you should, never remove the rug from the uh, console area because underneath you'll be fine in my garage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this episode of the podcast is going to be available on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor. And all those other audio hosting platforms. And then, of course, video playback will be available for YouTube and Facebook later on. So, jumping right into it, we have the Strivecast, as I'm going to call it. Similar to the, you know, Smashcast, but this time it's with Guilty Gear Strive players. And before we dive into the topics and whatnot, um, I want to give like a brief, introdu- I mean, give the our guests brief introductions of themselves and you know the characters that they main in Guild Gear Strive. So we're gonna start off with Herbs. Yo, what's up, everybody? My name's Herbs. I main bottom three Jacko. I love her. Oh my God. I love her playstyle. I just love how she controls the neutral and buffer. That's pretty much it. Used <laughs> to be in the intro, bro. You already got, you dropped it. Buff Jacko in the intro. <laughs> You knew it was coming. You thought it was coming to no end. Time uh-huh. at all. We're, we're setting the mood early, well, all right? Anyways, y'all. What's up? My name is Brandon, um, otherwise known as Creator, uh, sponsored by Flynn's Gaming. Really happy to be part of the team. Um, I played Giovanna in Strive, as anybody who follows the game or follows the local scene knows. And, man, I'm just here chilling. Here trying to take part in this podcast. All right. Happy to be here. Man, I got to say something first before I introduce myself. You mentioned that, you know, it's similar to the Smashcast. For all those listening, just know it's the Smashcast, but better is what we're doing today. That's all <laughs> <it is. laughs> Better players, better <laughs> neutral. Better, better, players, better neutral, better game. It's all, it's all here. Nah, I'm Beef Manti. <laughs> Gold Lewis player. I'm, I'm going through a Leo arc. Constant oh. character crisis. I'm ready to random play. I, I won't go, come to a tournament. <laughs> I'm going to come to, like, CEO or something, make it up pools, just hit and ran select. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. But uh, we're making our way through the cast. Oh, yeah, definitely. And we'll wait for our other guests to, you know, finally come through or whatnot. But Bro, it's going to be like the last 15 minutes in. You're going to see him running through the door. He's going to be shirtless, sweating. You'll be like, where the heck were you? <laughs> we don't know. He's going to have like a whole bunch of food for himself and stuff. I'm like, bro, bro. get out of here, dude. <laughs> it's bound to happen. Not even here to share. <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and jump into the topics real quick. And our very first one, where is it? All right, so we're going to start off with Herbs. What got you into Guilty Gear Strive? Uh, What got me into Guilty Gear Strive was Mortal Kombat 11 was my first competitive fighting game. That's where I learned, like, frame data and, like, learned from the ground up. And in order for me to improve, I went to my locals. I got really strong and... Then after that, I was craving for more after they stopped supporting the game. They left it in a disaster. 
because they released it like customs. I'm like, I need another game. So that's when Guilty Gear, with all the godlike promotions and all the the move, the mobility, it was just something brand new, and I wanted to just branch out. And uh, yeah, I went into that. For some reason, I decided to learn Faust. That was like the worst decision I ever made in my life. <laughs> you can't say that when you're playing Jacko now. You're like, nah, Jacko's better than Faust, Jacko's ten times better. I can agree. I literally, legit only got like one tournament win with like Faust, and those will wake up super. Then at, and I was one who was first to two, so I would have probably been like Owen, like 80 with that character. <laughs> and then after that, I went to Soul, which I was getting wins. I was doing decent with them. And then I'm like, I don't know. I just didn't like his play style. And then Jackal came out and boom. I was struggling with it for a couple months. Thank God I stuck it out. I had Flynn's to help me out with the strong people. And then boom, I just got better with her. Creator. Oh, okay. So we're going to meet. Um, <laughs> man, as far as Guilty Gear Strive. Okay, so check this out. I am no stranger to Arxis games. Um, I actually also started with MK series, not MK11. But MK9 was my first game. Then I hopped onto Blaze Blue, bro. Blaze Blue changed my life. That Same was here. like the game that I was like, man, anime fighting games are sick as hell. Um, then Dragon Ball Fighters dropped. That was obviously big for a lot of people. Got a lot of people back into the community. I didn't really like the net code. I didn't really um, know how to function within the team system. You know, I prefer more one on one. It's what I'm used to. And so as soon as Guilty Gear Strive was, you know, getting ready to come out, I knew that Exert was like a game that a lot of people, you know, liked. It had a niche community, like a really dedicated community. I couldn't bring myself to kind of like get into that back then. It was like definitely a little too hard for me by the point that I figured out that that game existed and that it was being played. And so I was just hoping and putting all my eggs in the basket of Guilty Gear Strive. And, you know, as soon as that hit that first beta with the rollback netcode, and I saw what the netcode was. It was a wrap. That's it. I can play this game actually online. That's crazy. Netcode's carrying games. I tell you, it's crazy. You know, honestly, a rollback, a savior, savior of FGC, especially the time when uh, Fox, developers man. started figuring out that they actually invest into it. Because you got you got games like uh, Street Fighter Six around the corner. I hope it has better rollback than Street Fighter Five. But myself getting into Guilty Gear, I've been a Guilty Gear fan for quite some time. I used to play it as a child on the PSP. I had this game, you can look it up. It's called Guilty Gear Judgment. It's like, I've it's, never heard of that. it's Guilty Gear XX with partnered with a uh, side-scrolling beat-em-up game. What? Yeah, what? so it was like a side-scrolling beat-em-up really? Guilty Gear game on the PSP. And I also had a Guilty Gear Plus R on the PSP. So, like, as a little, like, seven-year-old beefy manatee, a fat little child, I was playing that game on car rides. So, a big fan of the series. And then kind of, like, when COVID hit is when I started, like, getting into the fighting game scene. Like, I played fighting games before, but, but you know, didn't, like, wasn't FGC, so to speak. Not a deep dive, right? Exactly. I just, you know, played it a little bit. But then I was going into, like, uh, I, I was running tournaments for Dragon Ball. I was running tournaments for Street Fighter. And then, you know, 2021 hit, summer, betas came out. I just instantly fell in love with Guilty Gear Strive. The game's so cool. I gotta say, I was just thinking about the other day. I feel like I fall more and more in love with the game, like every week. Every uh, week, bro. Like it's not even that. It's not even just like the gameplay. Like I love every single character. Like when it comes to like lore stuff or in like design, I feel like there's not a character I don't like. When it comes to gameplay, it's not. Hey, he's coming on. He's walking in. Here's his appearance, the grand entrance <laughs> of the guest that you didn't know who he was. Yeah, uh, who he is. Blizz Gaming, Turbium. <laughs> In Turbium, <laughs> it's Bert. A little late, but better late than never. Yeah, I had to <laughs> uh, attempt to fix my AC. 
Yeah, AC it can at fix. home or your AC in the car? AC at home. Oh, First, man. bro. Oh my you don't God. need that, bro. No, I was kidding. <laughs> As a sweat lord, I agree. You don't need that. You just need to sweat more. No, no I, I, I swear to throughout the night. That's the, the Yo, Daniel, lifestyle. Am I allowed to say on the podcast that Daniel's told me one time um, that like he literally like he's in his most zen when he plays Guilty Gear in his underwear? <laughs> <laughs> what? He like completely dresses that like he can't have the weight of worldly like materials <laughs> on him when he's trying to heavenly buster someone, so he just undoes it. Bro, that's like going towards Nirvana. You think uh yeah, Buddha <laughs> No. I respect. I'm gonna have to try that one sometime. Coming yeah. out to Flins, I'll come out in my speedo. Yeah, bro. That's yeah. why I'm gonna actually get my first Flins win. I come out of speedo wearing no clothes. You see me on stream, titties hanging out. Bruh, dude, the most powerful. <laughs> That's confidence. That's confidence. <laughs> Yo, you throw it. your opponent off too. Like, there's no <laughs> way. Hey, but don't say anything about it. They, they, but if they ask you anything, you just don't say. You just yeah, bro. Let's play. Yeah, there's You're that. You can't look surprised or nothing. You just look <laughs> in your face, bro. Like, Who is? I won't get the name wrong, but there's that Japanese player who takes his shirt off during. I think it's Punko. Uh, Isn't it Punko? Who Punko. does that? Punko. Yeah. Takes his shirt off during tournaments. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> during like tournaments, he'll take his shirt off. But there's one time. I think it was Evo for Street Fighter, if I'm not mistaken, where his opponent took his shirt off first, trying yeah, to get Punko to do it. It was like a funny little thing. And just, then he got his ass beat. I, I mean, was like, you can't be calling him out about taking your own shirt off. And then you're against the master. The guy uh, definitely knew he was gonna get. You weren't joking. Like, slapped. It was definitely for content. It was for it was for the memes. Yeah. You the you memes. weren't joking. Oh my god. He yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah. Punko takes his shirt off. Yeah. yeah it's not. Bro, yeah, that's the power up. And, and the crowd cheers for it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does it when he's uh, angry. Yeah. Angry. Oh, that's the yeah. You're watching the clip of the eye person. He puts his shirt on him. Yeah. We got that's the crazy. Disrespect. <laughs> Absolutely wild. Imagine putting your shirt on someone else. Anyways, Turbs. Good to see you. What got you into Guilty Gear? <laughs> no, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. We got to give him the intro. As a matter of fact, I didn't even do the intro. So. I am the intro. God buddy. damn it. At Flynn's Gaming. Okay. Now we give to her his intro. Um, Who you are and, of course, your main in Guilty Gear. Oh, my uh, my username is uh, Turb and my main is Potemkin. All right. And nice. what got you into Guilty Gear Strive? Um, I, I don't remember exactly, but I know I, I heard about it, and I played the second beta, and uh, I just loved that it. rollback hit different, right? <laughs> that rollback hit different, right? <laughs> so you never you never played first beta Potemkin massacring everyone. Oh no! Oh, I feel bad for you. That was like one of the most fun characters in Guilty Gear Strive. Is beta one Potemkin? You got like. He get Mega Fist forward, and he was like plus four on block or something. Oh. Anti-airs did not work. <laughs> Anti-airs so. did not work. Oh yeah, six P wasn't as good. It was a lot worse back then. It was um a lot higher on the character where the uh, head and vol started. So you're Easy able claps. to get deeper jump but in. Before Easy you claps. can convert off six P's, like like a lot, a lot of damage. Oh no. Nah, I don't think so. I mean, it's, it's less yeah. combo before October. There's a lot less combos in Guilty Gear Strive. I was watching like beta play of the game Wait. the other day. Are you sure you're talking about the first P? I thought they were like infinites in the first beta. Oh, Geo had infinite, yeah. yeah. Not with 6P, though. But I will say, um, speaking of Guilty Gear Strive and betas and versions and stuff like that, it is crazy to think we are... If if you talking about the betas, the game has been playable for a year already. Yeah. yeah. So that's crazy. Um, Vanilla Strive is kind of disgusting when you go back and look at it. Oh, In God. the context <laughs> of, like, post-October patch, it's 
crazy that we even played that game. But now the game has continuously developed and stuff like that. And I think, um, save for some balance issues, it's in a pretty good spot. Save for some balance issues. I, so, man, bro, oh my God. <laughs> not DRL Senpai, because I know it's not on the top of the list, but God damn, do I hate when Twitter people come out talking about Happy Chaos being broken, which he's really strong, but they don't even know why he's broken. Like, if you ask any of these people, they haven't played against a high-level Happy Chaos. And high-level Happy Chaos is different than, like, medium-level and low-level Happy Chaos. Like, low-level, if you're playing about, like, medium-level Happy Chaos, you just can't handle zoning. That, that's not a Happy Chaos issue. That's a you issue. <laughs> damn. I just think well, because so the game is, like, it's like so fast paced, you know what I'm saying? Like characters like Jackal, Happy Chaos, it's kind of forcing you to block. Like, don't get me wrong, the character is broken, I think. It's just, like you said, like an execution heavy that knows how to utilize their meter. Like, you're going to lose. There's nothing you can do. Especially when they like they break the wall and then your shooting is just infinite pressure, full screen. Yeah, unless the Happy Chaos players you're playing are infinitely putting you in the guard break block stun, I don't want you to hear you complaining about the character. That's all I gotta say. I tell you, I feel like every day I go to Twitter.com and uh, someone else makes me want to pull my hair out and I don't got much of it left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love this game, by the way. I do. I love this game. I uh, hate people I complain about, though. I'll, uh, I'll die, on the, die on the hill for this game. <laughs> you say that because you picked up Leo now, bro. His ass is good life now. Oh, no. I tell you, Leo White thing? Brain off, head empty. Gorilla disrespect. I don't believe it, dude. Beefy picks a new character like every month or something. <laughs> yeah, I do. And then we always just end up back at Behemoth Typhoon. It's like, right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I've been enjoying him, but I think uh, the reason I do is like I get to learn a little bit more about the game every single time. So, That's true. like if I go back to Gold Lewis, like every single time I've switched characters and I go back to Gold Lewis, like I have a little bit more information. A little more and, perspective. Like, my, exactly. Because I think uh, I understand FD better now that I've played Leo. Okay. So I, I utilize it, my, my resources a bit better because of how it's used against the character. Hmm. And like one of the reasons I initially picked him up because I was just doing it, learning like for a week, just to understand him better, and then I actually ended up enjoying him, uh, was because like I don't, I didn't understand layout pressure before that. Like good layout pressure, like I, it just did not function with my brain well. So I was like, let me pick this up real quick, learn it in a week, and I was like, damn, this character's kind of fun. So I'm sticking with it for now. Like Brian said, I, I switch characters pretty often. I'm, I'm trying to be you know the random guy. Why not? But, uh, yeah, it's just I feel like you will learn a little bit more about the game. Yeah, because I remember um, oh, um, in the beginning, like, when, you know, we had the tournament, like, outside and whatnot. I remember Beefy would – you start out with uh, Zotto. Oh, it, my God. Oh, I, I, I was Zotto. Zotto. I was, Zotto. I was such a doomer Zotto. I got to say, thank oh, God no. I stopped playing that character. I would be miserable <laughs> to be around it. I was still playing Zotto. Bro, he's such a down player. Oh, my God. He's good. He he's was good. a down player. I never forget. He'd be like, "Zada said." No, before Zotto. October patch, before yeah, October patch, Zada was kind of whack, <laughs> bro. That's crazy. Oh, no. Yeah, like I, I've seen people go through so many different character changes. Herbs, you're, you're one of them too. Where <laughs> you you go off with this is just like you go with one character. Okay, you get a couple of wins, and then you start losing back. Be like, all right, you know what? This character's garbage. This character's trash. And then when you and then when the DLC came out for Gold Lewis, then I started seeing Beefy picking up Gold Lewis, and then just getting really, really good. Herbs was still going through a crisis at that time. Boy, and then Jacko fine. came out. <laughs> Herbs was still going through a crisis with Jacko. And then now Herbs is doing really good. Yeah, bro. It was, it was really difficult. It's just uh, the one of the most important things with Jacko, you really need strong neutral. And one thing that I did was super autopilotly. Like her servant kick is like negative on block. And you have to have strong neutral. And that's something I implemented. And it definitely helped me out a lot. 
I think it's funny, actually. We have on the table here, we have four players, two of them who are sort of like, have either either been in between characters before or like we have like beefy here who uh switches characters habitually you got two loyalists potemkin and geo baby day one bro <laughs> unshakable is there is there any character i i feel like daniel i know the jam. answer to that yeah i was jam. gonna say i was gonna say any character that jam. they had and you'd actually switch off geo's jam it's jam that's a good pick jam's pretty cool but like because I mean, I'm so predictable. Yeah. Uh, like, if it's uh, like a female character, usually that like is fast and like hits hard, and like can move and shit, mm-hmm. bro, I'm in there. And then for Daniel, I think he said he considered brief, not considered, but like he'd be down to mess around with a little bit of Slayer. But wait, because you said you're a loyalist and you're a loyalist. If Geo and Potemkin was in the game, who would you pick? Like in the current roster right now? If they weren't in the game, yeah, yeah, they got shot in the head. I'll let Daniel go first because I don't even know. <laughs> Probably Nago. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, really? I can picture him playing Nago. Gotta have a I'll be scared grab. to play turns Nago, bro. Gotta have a command grab, bro. Yeah, you should be glad Tempest is in the game. Oh bro, my bro, god, you should be glad. I do not want to play turns Nago, bro. Hell no, Me, bro. bro. You get? You guys haven't seen Daniel's Faust yet? That's just crusty talk. There's no, there's no. <laughs> what? It's I don't know about doesn't that. Doesn't sound like that should exist in the first place. <laughs> I don't know about yeah, that. I, I was playing foul smears with him. He was kind of shrewd with it. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god. He's wiping off face playing it. I'll get on stream one of these days. <laughs> so, <laughs> you got we'll talk though. Other character from the current roster that I'll play. Um, I'm a tier whore, bro. I'll probably play Ram. Hey, Ram, bro. Oh, man. I probably just want to win. <laughs> no, nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's that's actually cap. Uh, oh, Ram is actually too boring. Um, if I had to pick a different character, like randomly, like right now, like Geo just get blipped out of the existence from the game. Mm-hmm. I think. Don't I think I might go Dark Side and play Zotto. Oh, oh. weird, oh. weird, right? But like, I think Zotto's actually really dope. Um, I was messing around with him re- briefly recently. There's some some casual matches, and I was like. Yeah, this character kind of slaps. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Every time Frog messes up, made me want to pull my hair out. And the Frog doesn't mess up, dog. Frog is like, Frog Leap is up. like disgusting. That's just get a free get in me tool, and then you got to mix up right after that. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Bro. how are you messing that move up? Like, <laughs> bro, every time Frog goes the other way. <gasps> Shut up, dude. You're trash. All right, let's dive into our next topic. Yeah, I was so mean. Does it surprise you that Strive is the number one fighting game in the U.S. to the point it's main event for major tournaments? Not really. No, I think uh, I think Strive kind of came in the perfect spot with like a, a few different things. We talked about rollback a little bit, but also like it's a nice meaningful point between like perception and like presentation, and that the presentation of the game is just beautiful. Soundtrack slaps, game's beautiful, and then because like the FGC like doomers came in and said Strive is super easy game to pick up, which I, I think is pretty easy game to pick up compared to, you know, other games. You know, I think people, like, oversell it. It got more people willing to pick up the game because they're like, oh, this is a nice place to start, you know, with the series. Because usually, like, FGs, I feel like, have, like, the, the perception that they're really difficult and hard to get into. But uh, I, you didn't see that a lot with Strive. You saw a lot of people uh, getting out of their comfort zones and, and trying out the game and ended up sticking with it, so... Like, we even see a lot of, you know, Smash players come to the game now because yeah. of those two things, I think. Absolutely. Creator, your thoughts? I think that Strive really came at a perfect storm. I think that the pandemic had people fiending, bro. Fiending. 
And I mean, why wouldn't you, right? Like, you know, you got a situation where like it's a year and a half coming on two years of rarely any, if any at all, offline events, right? And you have the rollback situation going on. The game has impeccable, not impeccable, you know, rollback is rollback and any network connection can have its issues. But compared to a lot of other games, the rollback is golden. And I think there wasn't really any other game that was really competing with it, right? Like it just came. Yeah. And it just blew up and it looks dope. And everybody was like, that looks dope. And honestly, the game has mad haters. But if you're if you have haters, it means you're doing something right. Pretty much. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I think it's dope, man. I, the amount of people that it's true, like the amount of people that I've seen get into Strive as their first game is dope. Is dope. You have Smash players getting into it for the first time. I used to be a Smash player, and look at me now. Um, reformed. Reformed. Um, reformed. <laughs> reformed, truly. Um, I can actually play this game online. Smash players hold that L. <laughs> forever, dog, forever. That's like the worst part, right? Is if you're a Smash player, which is a huge community, and you were in COVID, right? What were you going to play? Guilty Gear seems like the next best thing. Yeah. Yeah. So much better netcode than Smash. I think a lot of people like Street Fighter is obviously like, one of the biggest, like the goats. But Street Fighter Five is on its way out. I think a lot of people had somewhat sour experiences with that game at its onset. It's better now, but at this point, I know a lot of people like Water One. Chris, mm-hmm. um, he himself, he likes Street Fighter Five, but he himself feels like he can't get into it at this point fully because you know the game's so far in its lifespan that it's like six years old. It's yeah, like at this point, you're like, bro, I'm just waiting for Street Fighter Six. So I think that Guilty Gear occupies a really good, I guess, uh, role in the community at this point. Once Street Fighter comes out, I think that'll take over. But I don't think Strive will go any less than, like, top three in terms of, like, attendance. Gotcha. Derp? Yeah, definitely um, agree with a lot of that. And uh, it just came at such a, a good period of time, just a year after COVID. And everyone's just, well, it, and it was a like a more beginner friendly uh game with not like too too hard of execution although later on or there definitely is some execution in the game for sure the october patch i believe in daisuke's vision it's gonna get more execution heavier i don't know bro no oh i don't know um we got doomers in the chat no but um (laughs) amongst us it, it just came at a really good time and um and it just it turned out really well with the the good net code and just the just the whole fighting game like uh fan base or even like new players like just hungry for uh like a good experience it's also just game. really good looking oh yeah that too yeah like it's just that that in and of itself sells like i think people underestimate how much like man that shit looks cool how much that concept just sells something to you it's like, that shit looks cool that's yeah. it that's all you really need to get somebody like yeah, damn I, I wonder i feel like they also uh like advertise it pretty well too yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll pretty much say the same thing. It's just a netcode. I think it's by far one of the best netcodes, my personal opinion. And like everybody said, it was just a really beautiful game, especially how they implemented the new characters and how they promoted like Nago. That character looked like so OD. And the character variety, like day one, like I think it had a pretty strong roster and the amount of creativity in the game has just been phenomenal. Um, yeah, because I've seen Faust. He was pretty creative. as like trailer, even though they nerfed a lot of his stuff, but. Yeah, just the netcode, the creativity. It's a uh, beginner friendly, 
And yeah, you can like kind of express yourself with the. Uh, Cause I never played the older Guilty Gears, but like the whole Roman cancel feature is really cool, and I think it's still underdeveloped to this day. So yeah, year in. And also they're bringing crossplay too. Like that's freaking crazy. That's like all I want, and I'm like, dude, that's amazing. Cause I like to host like online tournaments, and we can actually see like give these opportunities. Cause there's only like PC tournaments now, but there's like no more excuses. So. They're, they're looking at a step in the right direction with the guy like connection. Hopefully, they fix the lobby system. That thing is super butt, but yeah. I guess, <laughs> that, that I guess was, you can't that, have everything perfect, but it is. Yeah, I, I I really hate the lobby Frozen system. Cons, bro. Why all anime games have that? Like in Mortal Kombat, you just send like an invite code, King of the Hill, boom, that's yeah, it. Exactly. Like with Strive, is just. You make your own character, you have to wander jump around. Jump around, just like, no, just put me in a damn. Can I play Pop Tropica before you get to play some Strive? Exactly. And <laughs> You're then, like, on guard, homie. <laughs> and then you get to a station i was like oh you can't connect and i'm just like why not and then you, you do match like 20 times and then eventually you connect and you're like thank god i rage yeah. match. i'm just like i just go to like another station <laughs> nah, nah, nah i'm just like nah i'm like this is the one dice this is the station i want <laughs> so help me yeah this is mine for real it's funny like seeing somebody get like tilted i don't know if you see like a tournament and they just leave and then they just go out the door or whatever like, it's so <laughs> funny bro they just like they just walk out speaking I'm, of Oh no! Go ahead, Dirk. Oh no! You know they're extra mad when you just they just whip out. Of the game. <laughs> 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 you know they hate control all the time. Oh yeah. They're just like, all right, I'm gonna head out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> that could easily happen in this game. You can get like one touch. Oh my god, bro. Speaking of other games too, I wanted to ask. Um, yeah. Herbs actually. So you played rollback with MK11 because MK11 had rollback. How does the rollback in that game compare to Guilty Gear Strive rollback? Considering that. Um, MKF came out. MKX came out before, and I'm pretty sure that NRS was already using rollback for MKX towards the end of its lifespan. So they had yeah. a good amount of time working on it. How would you compare it? Oh, it was definitely day and night difference. You know what I mean? The really? crazy thing they do implement MK that has is cool. It's like that. Uh, they determine who's on like Wi-Fi and stuff. And I think Guilty Gear is so godlike. Like an indicator. Yeah, indicator. Yeah. So pretty much like in Guilty Gear, I'm pretty sure like probably 80 percent of the community is probably still on Wi-Fi, but it's still OD the connection. <sighs> You know what I mean? I barely have any issues where there's like a bad connection unless they're playing from like Japan or something. But still, it's still pretty playable. Like I played people like that. So to answer your question, the connection is just unbelievable. And then hopefully all these other games follow the same footsteps and boom. So you think that Strive connection is better than MK11? A hundred times better. Oh, yeah. I, can, I can agree with this. Yeah, same A hundred times better. Way wow. better. It's literally day and night, bro. Like, even if you're, because the thing is, they'll be wiring and everything. It's just, it's just crazy. Like, I just feel like I'm playing offline when I'm playing on Strive, especially on PC. Goes to show that um, not all rollback is created equal. There yeah. is still, like, you still have to have good rollback. I mean, I oh, think Melty is a good case of this, right? Melty plug released has with the rollback, and it came out. So I, I feel like it's gotten better, right? I've heard it's gotten better. I don't Probably. play the game anymore, but it really soured my mood and wanted to, like, learn that game when right. I found out the internet doesn't work. Right, right, right. Where it's and like then, it's rollback, and then it's still unplayable. Our system has been on point with the two. Like, have any of you played the Blaze Blue rollback? I have. It's on, pretty clean. Yeah, it's PC. clean, man. Yeah, it, the, yeah. Bro, the rollback is impeccable. Like, plus R, Guilty Gear Strive, Blaze Blue Central Fiction, Skullgirls, and, and Blaze Blue Cross Tag. Yeah, Blaze Blue, I haven't tried that now. one. I know it just came um, to the PS4 recently. Those five it, games right now have the best netcode. Period. And I think um, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax also has on rollback netcode. No, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't. That is a huge issue, man. <laughs> the whole thing is basically like Persona 4 Arena Ultimax is 
was re-released already. It already came out. And then what they did was they're like, okay, we're going to release the game with no rollback. And then in the summer, we'll look into adding rollback into it. Well, it's coming. It's announced that they're making it. They, uh, they I don't know why would they do that, though. Why don't they just wait till the rollback? Exactly. Because initially, know, they man. didn't want to make rollback, I bet. Initially, they didn't want to do it. And then they got a bunch a of, of, they got a bunch a of outrage. Pushback, a lot of pushback. And they're like, all right, well, we still stick with our release date, which I understand as far as like being a company. You probably have to stick with your release date. But they should have just done it from the start. I'm glad they they made the decision to change their mind and uh, give it rollback in the future. But hopefully, this is a, a lesson to developers out there making their own games, like just release with rollback. It literally oh, makes crossed. your game release <laughs> with such good publicity. Like it just helps your game in every single way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, content creators are gonna cover any game that has rollback. Yeah. Yeah. Sajam, you know he's gonna go out there and be like, God, this game has rollback. I want it. So I'm, I'm making five rollback episodes. here, bro. Yeah, so it, it literally just gives your game good publicity from the start. So it's so nice if you you're able to uh, implement it in. And I, uh, it shouldn't be hard. Uh, I don't know anything about game development. Gonna admit, pretty dumb in that regard. But GGPO exists, and I know it's an open source resource that all developers can use to add rollback to their games. Leave, so. it, to the, leave it to the smart people. They got this. Exactly. But if there's an open source <laughs> tool that's literally free to use called GGPO to add rollback to your game. Yeah. You can figure it out. You don't need to be on with delay based. Oh, I think yeah. it's funny because we're already talking technically about the next topic, which is the. Uh, you know. What are some things you see Strive do that other fighting games need to do? <laughs> netcode, get that netcode on point, first of all. <laughs> but there's other stuff. Um, I mean, y'all want to go? There you go. All right. You start. Yeah, sorry, so go for it, bro. Nah, bro. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I have a lot of thoughts. I, I'm a very opinionated, opinionated individual. What? what are some things that Strive does that other fighting games need to do? Aside from like that netcode aspect, I think that other games need to focus on, like I said, they need to focus on looking and feeling cool. Yeah. That is utmost. That is just like, you got to have banger music. You got to have really good, like, I don't think it's like graphics, like graphics itself, but like art direction. Like you have to have yeah. really good style. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. Like for me, um, that will sell a game off rip. That's my honest opinion. A lot of people like saw Guilty Gear Strive. They thought it looked dope and they bought it. Everything else, learning the game, how it works, all that stuff that comes after. Trust yeah. me. So that's for one. Um, past that man i don't know because there there's actually i think that netcode is the biggest thing that that netcode and appearances are the biggest things. i mean just kind of talk about the appearance thing that i'm sorry you talking daniel i want to hear daniel huh? uh, is that herbs no you did, go ahead Nah, but uh um like one of the things you mentioned about like appearances i think this like conversation comes up in like the fgc like once every month is how to get more casuals into the game for every reason something blows up and then people are like this is how you get casuals and, and people always mention you know dumbing down the games i think presentation is the biggest thing for that if people think Facts. the game looks cool they're gonna play and it. you can play it with your friends at the same level of not knowing shit yeah and you look cool doing it, and you do like a cool super or whatever, then it's gonna get people into your game. And from there, they're like, oh man, they run tournament for this? Let me go watch this. I was coming home from a pl on a plane from uh, Albany, New York, and the person I happened to sit next to didn't play Guilty Gear, but he was a big Guilty Gear watcher. So we ended up talking about Guilty Gear on the whole trip back home. Oh, that's cool. And I was, I was like, what are the chances? Fair care was Gold Lewis. So I was sitting over that's here like, crazy. let's go, right? 
so you know i was talking about talking about gold lewis and we just we just talked about the game the whole time because he's like yeah man you know i i like playing video games but i'm not much of a fighting game guy but guilty gear it's it's really cool to watch so he's like you know i've been watching like frosty faustins i watch ceo i watch like online nlbc a bunch of stuff i told him about flynn's so hopefully he's watching us now but um yeah it was just crazy being on playing with someone talking about a, a game that you know beforehand guilty gear was such a niche title i'm at a phase yeah. in my life where i no longer care if like my hobby has a billion like a bunch of people like playing i'm cool with just like the people who like like are in this table who like those are the people who are playing i'm cool with those people like i don't need to get every single person on the earth into fighting games make the game look cool make it look fun the rest will come hopefully i agree for the I people agree. who are competitive the people who have that blood they're here they know they know where to go absolutely Terb? yeah i i don't know i i know i like to um as long as they're like cool like just chill people to play with like i'm, I'm usually happy i think matchmaking and stuff like that is something that you know these games need to work on too i think that i actually think so i don't think that the celestial system is super well thought out and the lobby system needs work but i actually do like the tower system as a concept like putting people with other people of their level yeah i think that it can be polished even more and i think it can be refined but i think that giving people meaningful ways of playing with people at their level and giving them a sense of accomplishment even from like the first like even if they're at floor, first floor like floor one if you go from floor one to floor two that should feel like an accomplishment yeah if you go from floor two to three four five six that, that should feel like an accomplishment every time and i know that for me when i started the game it did i actually thought i was nice because i was at floor 10. <laughs> sorely mistaken <laughs> but like, like the first time you hit celestial man i popped off i popped off i, I was so off. excited like it's it's such a good system i think on paper but like you're saying it needs needs some polishing there, there's some yeah, like some issues with it you know you could say that the obvious ones you know celestial two out you know five out two where you have to win five before you lose two uh, it's not a great system. There maybe should be like a higher ring of Celestial or something. That'd be a cool way to implement with the current tower system that they already have. But the, the idea of hitting this like higher echelon of players is so appealing. And it's like the aesthetic to it too. Yeah. Like you're making your way through hell the and deep, then the, the clouds yeah. go away, they part and Celestial's <laughs> at the top and you, you get the butler dude to come in. Like it's time for you to challenge the best warriors around, around the world. And you're like, damn, this is cool. So it, it's it gives it a sense of gravity. That's right? that's wholesome as fuck. Yeah. It, it's it's so it's so cool. But like now that I've come, you know, the game's been out for a year. I feel like you know, as far as like most of the player base, I'm at you know like a, a higher level than you know most people grinding ladder to the point where like it, it wears off, and that's why there needs to be something else for all levels of play. Yeah, you know, I, as yeah. I as I improve it, you know, the it's diminishing returns. Yeah, is what I would say. That's a good way of putting it. And. For our lab monsters here, well, lab monster singular. <laughs> One thing that not Guilty Gear Strive, but Guilty Gear um, Plus R. Have you seen the rollback? I mean, the replay takeover uh, feature. Yeah. That needs to be like in every fighting game ever. It's so nice. Oh yeah. my god. It just they don't. I don't know because Mortal Kombat a replay a system as well too, which is god like I love it and. If you guys don't, you have, like, if you want to prove it in a fighting game, like, you have to watch your replays because you'll be surprised on the amount of bad habits you had. Like, me, I had, like, an extreme bad backdashing habit, and like, you just, uh, you can see a lot. So, definitely watch your replays. So, um, what but, was I going with this? What but, you said? I'm tripping. But 
the there's plus a difference Irish? between being able to watch a replay and plus R. You can take control of the replay and kind of like press resume for like let's say you got mixed right. Yeah. You press play and like you press takeover. So like you take over the let's say you're playing Jacko. You take over the game from that moment. It just keeps doing all the same like things that the opponent did, but you can choose different options. Oh wow! Oh, it's yeah. crazy. It's like you can take over wow. a replay and so put replay yourself, the situation. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, instead of having to record the string and the timing and the whatever. That thing would really annoys me though, because I don't have to do no behemoth typhoons on the hitbox. But yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> though. That's the point. If you have a replay of yourself playing against, you know, Marshall, for example. You wouldn't have to do that. You would just hit, okay, I want to take over the replay at this point and then try your different options and see what works at what points. Godlike feature needs to be in literally every fighting game soon. Please. That feature is too goaded. It's crazy because I think Arxis comes up with like the best features, but decides to only put one of them in each of their well, games. You got to remember that for Plus R, the well, people who base, right? it was a fan made thing that I think Arxis like took them in and let them like you know do it and stuff like that and and publish it but um they just needed to gain that inspiration and put that stuff into i other think they're games. definitely gonna do it because they're putting like baby steps on what they're doing because what they have that figure mode or whatever yeah crossplay is huge yeah that you mentioned yeah. It earlier crossplay is huge i think that's gonna make a huge difference there's so many times I just don't want to boot up my console, bro. Please don't make me boot up my PS4. <laughs> it is a big like, difference, Everybody bro. Everybody who's right? They're like, I don't want to boot up my PS4, dog. Like, I got my PC here. Um, are you just playing PC? I don't got a PC. That's crazy. Damn. Tough. <laughs> no, but uh, crossplay's big. Uh, a feature I'd like to see, I feel like they swept this under the rug. When Guilty Gear Strive was first announced, there's supposed to be like a team battle. You remember that? In the I trailers? don't. I yeah, remember for arcade. If you, if you remember, it was it was there wasn't much information on it, but they showed like a split part of the trailer and they put a name to it, which I, I can't remember. But the, what I got from it and what they kind of I guess showed or alluded to was this kind of like um, Tekken cross Street Fighter, Street Fighter cross Tekken. If you remember that, where you could have yeah. two players on one side of the field, two players on the other side. Yeah, you crazy. Guys each other's ass. That's crazy. And it was supposed to be a PlayStation. It was supposed to be a console exclusive, like pre-order oh bonus. Oh my god. Initially, it it never came to fruition. It's the reason I, I initially pre-ordered it on console to get that feature, and then it came out. I was like, wait a minute, it's not here. So I'm I'm holding out, fingers crossed that it still comes. But I feel like it'd be godlike. It would be complete chaos. I feel like you dream that shit up. I don't remember that shit at all. Bro, I'm telling you, <laughs> after this, after this, we're gonna go search. Hey, Walla, would you look it, up? Say look, look it up? Say less. Yeah, look it up. Oh, I, mean, I never knew. Look that. up. Good to your strive. Like team, team battle or something. Yeah. It's uh. I that just gives me a headache just thinking about that'd it, bro. So, that'd be so bro. toxic. Yeah, just imagine like you're with happy chaos. Gold oh D and May, Gold bro. Gold in front, happy chaos in the back. Absolutely wild. Bro, he pulls out the Gatling gun too. It's like. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, bro. You're yeah. Like a team gun. That's crazy. I mean, oh, definitely. Okay. I mean, one thing I do like about Guilty Gear Strive is that um, for those who are like newcomers <laughs> that are that are fresh in, that are um, fresh into the game, it's like there's real. <laughs> it's, wait, it's real. PS5 is a mode cut. Oh yeah, guys, yo, we have the. Oh uh, my god. The, there was indeed a PS5 exclusive mode cut from Guilty Gear due to post-COVID work restrictions. Oh my god! And then Arxis is looking to add it still post-launch, but yeah, it seems to have been like a team mode 
like a tag sort of mode where you could play oh my god with multiple people you see Kai, Soul, Nago that's three characters on the screen that's crazy once. dog that's crazy I would if Scribe was a team game it is a I'm high damage myself. game bro if this was doubles bro like well, they could do it like like they could do it like Skullgirls where Skullgirls gives you like if you pick more characters they make those characters weaker but you have you know the wall breaks won't be the same <laughs> no but I would hope what if they make it like King of Fighter <laughs> but you have to pick three characters though nah I would uh, hope booty. though I would hope though like I want I don't know I want like a casual fighting game experience because I thought Street Fair Cross Tech if you never played it the, the yeah, I played it. The the mode where you can have it'd be like me and creator versus you know Daniel and Herbs, and we're all playing on the screen at the same time. It's no competitive integrity, but it is the most fun shit ever. Like it's such a fun casual mode to play with your friends, dope. where you just you're all in it and you're just all on the screen at one time beating each other's ass. And it's uh, that would know. be one hell of a different matchup if y'all two against y'all two. It's just like that'd be fucking weird. Nobody would be the same. I'd fuck them up regardless. <laughs> that's, that's the energy I'm here for, Brand. Free? Yo, Potemkin, Double free. Potemkin Buster Assist. <laughs> Buster, bro. No way. Oh, Potemkin I, Buster I, Assist? Skullgirl style? Where you can just pick any button as your assist? Like any move? Oh my god. Oh my god. Back Mega Fist Assist. Me and Herb's Ram and Jocko. <laughs> Absolutely wild. But yeah, back to what I was saying, that <laughs> one of the things I do like about Gizzy Your Strive, that for, you know, if you're new to the game, there's like so many options to learn so many different things, like all the um, different um, features that it has, especially with like certain characters. And then, of course, learning the game. Like if you don't know how to, you know, do any of the RCs, it teaches you what to do with the RCs or whatnot. It teaches you when to pun how to punish certain things and whatnot. Like, there's so many viable options that the game provides for newcomers. It's like, if you're new to the game, just try to do these moves. And then, of course, if you do it like 10 times successfully, hey, you're getting a reward for something. You know what's a feature I've been thinking about, just brainstorming in my head about how to make the game better and stuff like that? You know how, like, you guys know how you play online and strive, and, like, it'll give you kind of like a stat board? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys yeah. know what I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that one thing that would be really smart is if, like, let's say you're, like, you know, like, one of the stats. Because, like, the, the game's obviously, like, tracking what you're doing and, like, how often you're doing RC, how often you're blocking, how often you're instant blocking, how often you're using FD, how often you're anti-earing, how often you're blocking burst, all that stuff, right? So my idea was if someone is, like, clearly deficient in a particular match or set, in like let's say a particular mechanic then on the post-match screen it could like kind of recommend people missions to do that yeah. would correlate it's like Ooh. this is this is why you kind of like this is why you maybe lost a little bit or these are skills that you could brush up on a little bit these are directly where we're going to direct you to like go ahead and practice those skills because i think that most people when they play if they're still learning um, the biggest issue is that they don't know where to start. Yeah. You need somewhere to start. So if you'd be like, hey, you didn't really RC at all that game. Do you Are you comfortable with Roman Cancel? Like, do you know how to do it? Here's the missions that I'll show you exactly how to do it. Um, I think that would be a really good feature just to direct the player to the skills that they need to, like, round out their skill set after a match because they're clearly tracking that information. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's really 100%. cool idea. Oh, my God. I like that. Because yeah. I, think, I think ranks is not the place to improve yeah people are crazy on ranks people be going you want them bro like, <laughs> 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 i am a ranked monster i'm a, I'm a crazy tower ass demon i can't play towers i don't i think that's a waste of time my personal opinion 
I, th- I think it's I think it's good if you're going there for a particular reason. Like yeah. honestly, if you're looking to improve your defense and like adapt, power is fucking pretty it's pretty good. I think it's good. I think it's good for a couple of reasons. It's just about how you look at it, right? Think about this. You wanna practice any tech, you don't have to see the games in tower as having any sort of competitive value. But you wanna practice tech against actual opponents, you gotta go on tower, man. And there's no stakes, right? You just like I'm gonna practice this tech. I'm gonna see how often it works. It, does it, you know, does it work against like the crazy mashers? Oh no. Okay, like does it work against this guy? Okay, if it doesn't work against the crazy mashers, what's the RPS there? Like, how do I actually, cha- you know, adapt my tech to add a layer where it beats the mashing from these crazy celestial people or whatnot? I think all of that is actually just based on how you, you know, how you look at it when you decide to go play tower. I don't think it's the greatest use of time, but if you're practicing like new tech, I think it's spectacular. If you're trying to just practice skills that are like, I'm going to focus on anti-airing more. I'm going to focus on blocking more. I'm going to focus on trying this new tech or, you know, getting this new mix or this new setup. Those are all things that can be tested and practiced regardless of who the person in front of you is. It could also be just because uh, I, I don't like using the, the quick match mode. Like, I don't use it ever. I don't use it ever. Yeah, I just go just, like, uh, with my avatar and just, like, walk around and, like, see who's playing. Tower definitely isn't the main way to, to play. Well, I think your guys' points there is a really good advanced level perspective on, like, what, how to use, like, tower and rank system to improve upon things, like you're saying. Like, there's things you can improve upon that you know, like, oh, man, my anti-air has been off. Let me work on them. So you go into tower. But I think like as a new player, as like a new player to the genre or to the game, it can be hard to know like which direction to go to. I think that's why your idea is really cool. Because like you don't always if you're just grinding ranks and you're in a void, you're in Montana, you know there ain't no locals in Montana, I'm calling you out. Mm. Like so you got you gotta run ranked and like there's there's no other players in your region that talk to about the game or like what steps to take to improve. Like sometimes it's like, you know, being your head against the wall or like you hear about like, you know, a thousand monkeys on typewriter eventually make Shakespeare. That's how it can feel like if you're just no feedback, just grinding ranks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hmm. I get what you mean. The feedback is important. I like talking to someone when I'm playing because I like to get an idea of what's going on and what I'm struggling with. So I understand that part for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of places to actually like listen to. Like There's a lot of guides out there, but there's not really uh, a lot of formats where you can get like in- instant feedback, feedback like that. Yeah, I mean, offline hits different, bro. It's Always, true. forever. Yeah. Amen to that. And, and discords are good for that. You anybody know? who sa- I'm sorry, anybody who says, for the record, that like offline scenes are dying or that they're not efficient or not they're ideal dumb. anymore, suck a dick, bro. <laughs> call, call them out, Brian. I, I agree. Call them out. So extra. They said online's the future. I'm like, bro, what are y'all talking about? Bro, bro? Yeah, the same people saying stro- online the future or the same people that were and like, you know, T.O. online's like, not real? I don't think you're a T.O. scene. Yo, Daniel, like that, they bro. say online is the future until they play <laughs> Yada West Coast 44 only. Oh, my bro. God, bro. Call them out. Oh my, oh my god, you just hit a nerve for me, Brandon. Damn that guy. That is the most laggiest Leo player I have ever played. I I think it's the most mad I've ever been after a tournament. Impossible set. condition. Was too, getting bro. was getting a fucking rollback DP twelve times in a row by that player. He's an East Coast player, I'm pretty sure. Why is he taking this West nah, Coast nah, servers? He's West Coast, he's yeah, West, West Coast. Coast. I don't know. Cause I, I was looking at Smash G. His Smash G says he's from like New England or some shit. I don't know, bro. No. What? That connection is buns. Oh my god, I don't want to call people out specifically, but I'm calling that person out specifically. Yeah. You need to, you need to find a router or something. <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't. I think that East Coast to West Coast is just tough. 
It's not actually. I don't actually think it's Yada's fault. I um, play with West Coast players. He ain't like Yada. It's not reliable. It can be done, but it's not. Well, it's no, not it's guaranteed to be reliable. No, 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 not even. We done <laughs> connection tests. It's just yeah. that sometimes coast to coast is just not viable. And the thing is, tournament organizers, and uh, I know that toing is is tough work, senpai. I don't want to undersell it here or you know, act higher than. Or holier than thou, but um, I, oh, think say, say I think that I think need to understand their limitations to run a good event. Because if you know, for example, you know, you know, let's say you have a hundred people capacity here, you're not gonna run a tournament for more than hundred people because you know that's your limitation. Same concept. If a TO knows, you know, this isn't really super duper reliable. Let's keep it East Coast or West Coast. Yeah, you want to at least cap it, or you know, like. Put a limit on so that way you know you don't overwork yourself you're and of course guaranteeing a good experience for yeah. yourself for your mods for the your players. players yeah everyone and that helps your event grow so i think that with that being said you know like i said rollback is still something that has errors uh as a to you need to know what the limits are and be like hey we can't do this coast to coast stuff it's not reliable it's not a good experience and the uh, more that we make things a good experience, the more people who are maybe trying out tournaments for the first time can be like, you know what? That was actually good. Because if your first experience is like, damn, I went 0-2, um, I played against like a rollback five, you know, Leo player, and then I died to like Ramethal, but the thing I'm, is, I'm done. But my question is, why don't would you like report then let the TO do the duty there? You know what I mean? Because, dude, because a lot of times the way it boils down is like this, right? It's like you prove that you both have an Ethernet connection. And then ultimately it's like the Internet, prove like they prove that their Internet is good and you prove that your Internet is good. There's nothing that can be done. Yeah, it, it's yeah. just like a... I'm, it's just, it is what it is at that point. Yeah, it's, mm. it's weird. So even like, I'm pretty sure when I did like the, the internet test with the Yada, it, like he has better internet than I do. Yeah, it, it, it comes to the point where it's like, oh, well, there's not really anything we can do. It's coast to coast. It's yeah. not like, oh, they were actually playing on Wi-Fi and then, oh. they, you know, they're, they, you know, whatever. In those cases, of course, it's like, you know, easy DQ, but it's not like that. So that's just that. Yeah, and one last thing I do want to touch on before we move on to our next topic is um I do and this is something I do want to see other fighting games start to implement that Guild Gear Strive really did well is um the combo recipe. Oh my god, that new uh, Oh that yeah, was, I, so I like cool. that feature a lot, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you know, if you're new to the game and you don't know how to, you know, pull off some of these crazy combos or whatnot, just find a combo recipe, you know, t type it in, enter it, watch it, and then try to replicate it and try to do it as many times as you can to the point where it's like, okay, you're proficient with it. And that's another mode that can be used in conjunction with the tracking thing that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Imagine you're playing, you play Noggle, right? Noggle and Biking. Okay, so suppose that you got like a particular hit, like let's say, I'm sorry, let's say you got like Noggle 2H a couple times in a match, mm -hmm. but you didn't really convert off of it. And the game knows that you didn't convert like yeah. well off of those, like you didn't convert optimally. They could show you, because um, on the combo recipe, it separates by what's the starter. Yeah. It's one of the, the filters. It could show you, hey, this is a good combo for a 2H starter on counter hit. Mm -hmm. So you can do that. And it could be like, here, this is how you can optimize your combo. This is how you could do that. You know, like, I think that would be really dope. Pointing people in that direction without making them be like. Yo, I, I, think, uh, I think Tekken does that. Oh, yeah? At, at Tekken 7. That'd be dope. I think you can actually go into your replay and uh, 
and you can enable something and it'll let you know, oh, you didn't do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the frame data. The frame data. Oh, frame data. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It'll show you, like, oh, you could have done this punish. You could have done that punish. Yeah. 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 Or, like, you didn't. Like actually convert into combo, you just let them like fall. Yeah, yeah, I think I think stuff like that to direct people to the um, direct people to the path to getting better is maybe one of the more important things than actually simplifying. Is just giving people the resources with which to find it. I can't say it again. I mean, I can't. I will say it again. Fighting games are probably not for everybody. Yeah, yeah. and that's okay. That's yeah. okay. We don't need to have every single person playing like the people who care the people who know are the people who know yeah you don't even need to play like fighting games to enjoy it because me i don't know about you guys i've been like a spectator for like over four years my mentality was like really horrible because i hate losing <laughs> and then after like four years my friend's telling me he's like bro you have to go to your local which i did for more to come at 11 and that's why i met like a cool group of people learning frame date and all that stuff so it may take some time you know but I think if you definitely want to, like... a community? Yeah, like a community, because, like, I brought people that never played a fighting game, and they have, like, so much fun. Like, for example, Four Face Bun bringing his brother and his family. They're having the time of their life. They don't even know what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And then slowly they can transition. Like, man, like, Buns, my brother's having too much fun. I want to learn, you know, so... But yeah, I'd definitely like to see that more, like, more people, like, showing out, even if they don't play fighting games. Yeah. Because I plan on bringing, like, some people that never seen or anything, but you'll definitely have a good time no matter what, like, in an offline event. Because there's so much things to do. Yeah, even here on Saturdays where we have, um, it's just completely Smash, we'll have, like, a few guys, like, playing Strive and Dragon Ball Fighters or whatnot, like, some of the Smash players playing other fighting games for the time being and That's whatnot. Cool. And I'm just like, yo, if you're playing Strive, you need to come out on Sundays. Hell yeah. Come out on Sundays, you're going to get... too much to do, bro. Yeah. It's, like, legit, dude. You I'm can like, literally get commented uh, XP, TO, like, you just, the sky's the limit when you come to your locals. Yeah, and I'm just like, yo, you come to Strive, you're gonna, you're gonna have, you're gonna be well taken care of, because yeah. you literally have, I think everyone has like, um, like all the character rosters in Guilty Gear Strive, everyone mains at least one of them or two of them. That's true, and very proficient with them. There's a, there's a good balance of archetypes. I thought it was interesting. I talk. I'm sorry, Marshall. I'm gonna just interrupt you for a second. Senpai, I never done this. Uh, Podcasting that you do, I gotta hit the bathroom real quick, dog. Right, go, go, go. Oh my god, this dude is scared. Yeah, man. Bro. I didn't, didn't want to interrupt. No, 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 no. You're you fine. Coming out. Well, just, you know, you can excuse yourself. We can keep going. No, this is bad. It's bringing me back to like elementary school vibes. You need to raise his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Senpai, can I uh, use the rest? I thought it was gonna be something dramatic. Bro. I thought some bad news or something. I got For scared, real. bro. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be some controversial stuff this time. That's what I was thinking too. Oh, thank now, God. Uh, thank well, God. I, was saying, I thought it was interesting that like three there's five characters released in the first DLC, and three of them were zoning type archetypes. Yes. Jacko, Happy Chaos, and uh, Testament are all kind of, you know, from mid-range to zoning type archetypes. And maybe it was something when the game came out, it was very rushdown based. So I think Strive is trying to look in adding those. And now we have a really balanced Roster. It was uh, I got I got shot Omni T Tuesday night casuals runner Millia player now like on Soul or some shit. He, he no he's on Ram no no. I don't know. If you're playing on Tuesday. He was playing Soul. Oh. Hmm. I didn't see he, he's feeling that. I feel it. I any, any person in character crisis. You're you're speaking to the uh to like the the character crisis master. Yeah. And just, over here. Yeah. And you're talking about the different archetypes, but honestly, even like uh those characters like Testament and uh, Jacko like. There is definitely levels where they have to like kind of zone or like be mid range, but 
there's de- you can definitely play them like somewhat brushed down. Like, well, I mean, that's the thing about like, archetype, right? Like, even though that's your archetype, it doesn't mean you can't rush down. Like, Sim from Street Fighter Five is a really good example where the character is obviously, you know, it's it's Sim. You know, he's he's a zoner, mm-hmm. but um, he has some of the most potent mixes in the game mm-hmm. off his teleport mix off Fireball. So I think it's you can have an archetype and still have other elements that you pull from. Like, it's like a it's a spectrum. But I would you know what I mean? even say more so, I mean, I have to see as time goes on, but I almost feel like Testament, um, I mean, maybe just because I played Potemkin, uh, I actually think uh, playing them like more zoner-ish or whatever is a big mistake. Yeah. Whatever. Or I, I don't think you're playing the character optimally. I think the character really, really does well with like pressure and, uh, and like uh, offense. Okay. I think it's wild that Testament has a teleport without having to spend RC, and it's faster than Faust. Like, whenever Testament teleports, I'm like, man, this is just Faust PRC. <laughs> it, it's wild. The, the character's crazy. I did a long set with Miles and he, uh, yesterday, and he kicked my ass. I don't, I don't know what to do just, against him just yet. Just wait until they uh, unlock more, like, PRC stuff with that. Or oh, even... It's uh, going to be nasty. I, I, oh, no. Yeah, I see people trying to develop with that character. Yeah, I play against sure. Deb. I didn't know, apparently, Testament can uh, teleport and then air dash. And that, that's... I think that's a little crazy. That's sick. Because they definitely have a lot of tools to reset neutral, like you're saying, like the teleport. It just, uh, they have to just play like that mid-range game and slightly rush down. But I think the most important thing is establishing the stain as quickly as possible with those insta-air, like fireballs. Once you implement that, then that's where the character really shines. I think without stain is really difficult, but once that happens, then pretty good. I think the biggest issue is what you just said, though, Turb, is that Ramal is playing them. And if Ramallah's playing the character, you know tech is going to come out for it. Like, that character's going to get cracked open. Like, Happy Chaos would not be the best character in the game if uh, Ramallah didn't pick him up. I was all I'm saying. She cracked open the character to, to the point where, you know, everyone else could run away with him. Hmm. And the crazy thing is probably still, like, dirty tech. Because the thing is, people are just doing, like, the zoning, which is kind of the, it is the optimal way to play him. But Happy Chaos has some disgusting mix, too. You know what I mean? Like, with the dust and, like... Well, yeah, so you get into the corner, you know, we have slump mix. Yeah, and you got the wall slump. Oh, that character is just crazy. It's like it's like you deal with the zoning obstacle course, and then if they want, they can rush you down, and your mind's like, well, what do you do? Yeah. yeah. I, it's like, how do you prep for this? <laughs> like, zoning is definitely a good, like, plan A kind of thing, and, like, if a person can't deal with it. But I think, um, yeah, definitely happy chaos is, like, you know, there's a good happy chaos or cha- uh, chaos that knows what they're doing is if they actually know kind of their offense or not know like the slump uh, resets and uh, like all and that. And co- conversions, especially for that character, their convertibility off of any straight hit is really strong just because of the way the uh, gun mechanic works for the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, cra- mm-hmm. crazy ass yeah. character. I'm, I'm excited to see where the game goes. Next patch, hopefully coming soon because we've been playing October patch for quite a bit. There's like a little bit of change. Like Happy Chaos got the new reticle. Um, during the biking patch, but it wasn't. It wasn't a Why? real patch. Why? did they do that? I don't get oh it. Oh my god, it is so ugly. I tell you, that's kind. Of, that is the main reason I dropped the character. I'm gonna be honest. I hate that reticle so much. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely the worst. <laughs> and that means that we can go ahead and segue to our next topic, and that is, what are some of the changes you would like to see in Strive? Who wants Ooh. to take that one? Some changes that you want to see in Strive. Well, yeah, I mean, I can start it off. There's a, I, I think we touched a lot of the changes I'd mm-hmm. like. I think um, Ranked and Tower has some ways it could be improved upon. Um, I think the biggest thing, though, is, like, Arxis has some of the best, like, uh, additions, like, fighting game tools in some of their games, but they never all add them to a specific game. 
frame data, give it to Please me in training go. mode. Like oh I, my God. I appreciate the guys who do dust loop. They, they, they're doing God's work when I can go over and log <laughs> in, but I would appreciate more if I never had to, you know, alt tab out of the game, go to dust loop to look up frame data real quick. It'd be nice if I could just go in training mode and do it. Yeah. Like, like those resources like dust loop are super helpful. But I feel like they shouldn't have to exist if the developers are, are doing what I feel like they should for the community, I guess, you know, in, in a way. Mm -hmm. Like that that information should be readily available inside the game and you shouldn't have to use outside resources. Did they have that in the previous installments? Because I never played it. I don't know about the previous installments, but they had frame data in Dragon Ball Fighters, and then Grand Blue Fantasy Versus comes out where they get rid of frame data yes. and you have like a blue character or a red character or a neutral character, and that's how you're supposed to figure it out with frame data. And like Drag so it's like I'm saying like add the the training mode and the frame data from Dragon Ball Fighters from Plus R add like the the recipe like or the um, replay that Brandon talked about because it's one of the best mechanics ever. Well, like between the different games, is it the same like uh, team that works on like the games? Uh, from my understanding, I believe they have a red and blue team. Is how they're divided. So they have two um, main teams working on their fighting games. Is my understanding of the company. Um, you know, that'd be something I guess to look in more. Mm -hmm. But there's, it's often the same company. There's got to be some cross knowledge. Like you know what the other. But it can't be that doing, hard to simply right? implement that though. Right, and you know what the other developers are doing. And I think part of it is like when the game came out. Like if you ever do the tutorial, if you go back and do it, it doesn't tell you about RCs. RCs is like the yeah. Guilty Gear mechanic. Like, that's the shit right there. Like, there's <laughs> I, I was just versions. on tutorial for the hell of it, and I saw the same exact thing. There was no RCs. So I think when the game came out, they were trying to appeal to the new players in a way of not overloading them with information. But I think you can have the information there without overloading new players. You just need to have the information available, and those that will, those that are interested will find it. They'll, they'll go for it, yeah, although, and, and they'll look for it. Although nowadays, like, um, I mean, obviously... It's it's more convenient when it's in the game, but I mean I remember just literally just on on Twitter or whatever you just look at and you just find all the tech or whatever, yeah and just uh, and or you watch like street uh, streamers or whatever and just see what they do and that's the thing like the community is doing it and I appreciate the community doing it but like the tech on Twitter is kind of like what I feel like the combo recipes were answered to right like they're just combo recipes but imagine if like you brought that to the next stage where you have like set playing stuff interaction yeah like, but like I, I mean looking at it as like a, a developer like uh it's like w why spend like a lot of like or any resources like to like in making that system work when it's kind of already like doing itself yeah i get that you know it could be a lot of resources for yeah uh, instead of like focusing on something else yeah like i'm sure with the other games like uh implementing uh, frame data it was probably just like they were trying it out yeah. forever, like seeing how uh, how it was. It's just funny numbers, man. It can't be that hard. Bro, that's the most basic thing, though. Like, I will always, I will die. Some of the other things I won't die on the hill for it. Frame data in my playing games, I will die on the hill for Dude, it. Dude, I was crying for like a late winter. I'm like, where's the frame data? Because <laughs> I like to see the exact numbers because I like to be as I, accurate as possible. I don't think Dust Loop goaded, though. I don't think yeah, Dust Loop gives you God, one yeah. hit frame data, though, does it? Yeah, it does. It does? Yeah. I'm oh, just yeah. dumb. That, that shit is, I don't like. Yeah, you have to go to the tab for uh, full frame da uh, data. See, I ended up. I just went off like jump ins because I'm tired of getting like grabbed off a of jump in. That thing annoys me. Okay, well, that, that you just kind of have to. Uh, well, I, I think they don't have the frame data because it's always like it's kind of variable. That one's variable. Yeah, so depending like, on no, how. No, but they MK, they, they had variable in. like hit advantage and stuff. Yeah, and Dragon Ball Fighters too. Because um, I love watching the frame, like when I'm watching a live match and then I have like everything so I can like go down to science. What button do I need to press in that situation? Like if it's like 24 recovery frames, I want to do this button, all that good stuff. I, I will say Mortal Kombat, I think, gives information to players 
in a very digestible way. Like you can go into the um, pause menu in your command list and you can look at your different strings and it'll tell you, oh, this string ends in the overhead and it's, you know, minus Pause four, gap, yeah. right? Like it's minus four. Like it gives you information in such an easy digestible way that you can just go to command list, look at what it's all about. And then you can start figuring out the, the character from there. I think they, the NetherRealm Studios does a very good job with that. Yeah, I think they had honestly the best like tutorial mode ever for MK11. Really simple, easy to get into, and then it's good. They even show you frame date and everything is nuts, bro. That's true. Creator, we were talking about um, what are some of the things that you'd like to see changed in Guilty Gear Strive? What are some changes you would like to see in Strive? Talked about some of my little brainstorm crackpot theories or things that I would like to see. But um, in the more practical sense, I want to see balance be addressed a little bit for the toppest of top tiers. Obviously, I think that the game is actually very balanced compared to other fighting games that I've seen in the past. If you really look at like a top eight bracket for like a major or like even like a big online event, it's usually very varied. I can't complain. Even with like characters like Ramlethal and Happy Chaos, you usually see like Happy Chaos and then like Zotto and then like Geo, Soul, Leo, um, like Kai. Like you'll see like at least six out of the eight top eight players have a different character. And that's dope. That's really, really dope. Yeah. Most ca most games are like they got the two top ones and then they got like a third character that like sort of can deal with those. And that like, you know, like it's not as much. I think they go to Gears Drive is very good in that regard, but it does still need to get touched in terms of some balancing. And then lastly, just more options, you know, like um, I want to see, obviously, like in the same way that the October patch added things like air gatlings and stuff like that, I want to see even more stuff get added. Um, I would love to see things like 25% meter options or... Um, <laughs> like yeah, bro, give me EX moves. I don't, I don't bro, know. Give me, give me, give me, good. give me oh cool stuff. My God. I, I don't know, man. Just give me cool stuff. EX Behemoth Typhoon. I'm here for it. You know, I just think that as long as they keep adding fun stuff to the game, it'll be great. Especially the fact that it's gonna like the next patch is gonna be a season change. So that's obviously an opportunity to make sweeping changes. Yeah, they're buffing top five. I'm telling you, bro. Bro, please don't do I it. I promise you, dude. And that's the thing. Like, like you were saying kind of about the balance. I, I think it's in a really good spot right now. I'd like the, the top tiers to be touched up one. And then the, the lower tiers to be brought up. Like, I want to see a lot of people significantly lowered in their power level. I kind of like the, the power of the top tiers in a way on the way they're at. Like, you know, maybe... One ring down, and then the low tiers are, like, brought three rings up, and then they be in the middle somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I think that it just requires, at least for, I think, Ram and Happy Chaos are the two characters that are huge, huge, huge offenders for me personally, um, just because of the way that they play the game compared to everybody else. They're super boring, too. Like, fundamentally, they're not even, like, cool characters to watch or play. I think they're just really boring. They got, like, one-dimensional game plans, but they're so strong that it works. And they removed mechanics from the game, you know what I mean? You have brainless burst save combos. Yeah, they're just... Yeah, like, when do you burst against Happy Chaos? The only time... You can't even use the only time you're, if you're against the corner with him, but that's, like, the only time. That's, he has two bursts, pretty much, if you think about it. Yeah, Gold burst. Yeah, having burst save oh my God. Is, is really good. And uh, as well as just a lot of the characters, like, especially, like, top end, like, usually the, the matchup spread is just... Uh, is, is not... is Well... I don't think it's fair when, like, they have so many either good matchups or so many, like, 
even matchups. Whereas like a lot of the cast, they will have like at least a couple. Yeah, pretty yeah. bad matchups or some like uh, not so great matchups. Which is normal. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna happen when you have uh, yeah. different archetypes in the game. Yeah. Like even not for you. I think it's healthy. Yeah. Absolutely. When you have characters that are just like, uh, maybe they ha- have some couple bad matchups or like evenish matchups, but like the rest of matchups are like just they're they're just good at like they, if not have like advantage in them, um, it it definitely it, it definitely creates a divide. Yo, I'm so hyped for that Flanagan's. <laughs> You're thinking about food already. Right? Look at his clock. Right? Right, we got Bending. Guilty Gear on the mind, man. <laughs> Guilty Gear is food for the soul. It's all about strive. My stomach is empty, dog. <laughs> bro, 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 don't bring up food, bro. Come on. <laughs> Yo, we're going to Flanagan's. Oh, you weren't here. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're not invited. Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> Nah, you're definitely invited. You should come. I do want to ask you guys um, this one question, though. Do you guys think to bring new people in that Guilty Gear Strive needs to adopt like an auto combo system for no. new players? Oh, no. Oh, God, no. Please. No. I'm dropping no. the game. No. No. Oh, no. Hell no. No. Oh, hell no. 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 A lot of combos with some of the characters like already do decent amount of damage, even with like pretty low execution. So right. I, I don't, don't think that's necessary. Um, if you picked up your PS4 controller right now, you boot up Guilty Gear Strive, I'm going to tell you what to do. <laughs> you get really close to the opponent. You press eight, You got a PS4 controller? You press triangle. And I want you to do, I want you to press triangle again. And after that, crazy maneuver. You're going to press circle. And you're going to do close slash, far slash, heavy slash. And then I just want you to learn one special move. Throw it in there in the end after the heavy move. You're good, bro. That's a combo. But who's the character is the real question. It doesn't matter. Every that works that's for that's every that's single character, bro. Like, the one character would be, like, Happy Chaos because he got, like, a weird circle button. So that's, like, 99% I mean, of the cast. If you're new and playing Happy Chaos, you know what you're getting into. Like, No, you don't. That's no, the issue. Well, you're going to okay, come no. in and be like, man, Happy no, you, Chaos is a weak character. No, I can't block no, him no. when I have my gun out. This you, character is well, bad. Well, first, you're, you're first match you go into. New players are not blocking anyways, bro. That's true. Yeah, but first match you go into and you, like... They pre- they finally press the gun button. They're, they're like, oh shit, what the what's, what's why, why is it shooting? Why isn't it shooting when I press the button? Yeah, then they're like, okay, you, either th- they'll go in and do more research and try to find out like more about the character, or they'll switch character. Auto combos are trash, bro. I hate auto combos. That's why I'm I don't think they help anybody. Like, I've <laughs> yeah, never, that's what I'm saying. Like, what never, is the purpose of it? I've never seen like a person who's like new at fighting is like, oh my god, I'm so glad this game has auto combos. I like, don't think we've heard anybody say this. I press square five times in a row. I'm OD. By the time that you like have been playing the game for like two days, you're like, oh, this combo sucks. Yeah, because when you play against people online and you see them doing. A whole completely different combo. Like, how do they do that? Well, they're not using auto combo. Yeah. And automatically, you're going to want to do whatever they're doing. Yeah. And they're miserable for everyone. UI auto combo in Dragon Ball? Yeah, you, you become so predictable. It's wild. Well, it's, it, and some of the, I don't know, Dragon Ball have a really big issue with the auto The toxic in thing in Dragon so Ball toxic. is that like, auto switch. combos are freaking good. They're good, they're op- and they like, switch. So like, you optimals. try to cross them up. You try to cross them up on the, the side, and you get to the other side, and then Krillin just turns around, and he puts your nuts, and then you take <laughs> 50% damage. <laughs> I'm like, God damn, I hate this game. Man. Yeah. No, I'm good on that. No, yeah, I'm surprised, like, I'm out of all the fighting games, like, Guilty Gear Strive did not adopt that, and Thank that's God. a good thing. I think, Go ahead. I think the world would have actually exploded if they did. Like, people would be Yeah, like, imagine a Maywa auto combos, bro, like, to be <laughs> like, We'd be dead. We'd all be dead. I don't know. That may have... Auto combos? 
Okay. Auto combo chaos, bro. They get automatic. What I crush what shit. I do think is interesting that they took out was um. Do you guys remember stylish mode from the previous Guilty Gear games and uh, mm-hmm. Blaze Blue? Oh, uh, what a stylish yeah, yeah. mode, anyways. Stylish mode is basically like every button is an auto combo. Yeah, <laughs> and oh, it oh was God. like crazy. But if you really, really just wanted to like mash your forehead up against your controller and have something <laughs> happen, that was the way. Yeah, that was the way. Oops, my bad. Whoa there, man. We got. Uh, what are you doing over there? Whoa. Hey yo! Seen some new Jackal tech, my bad. You know those, you know those, uh, those videos that like open up and they're just automatically moaning loud as hell. Bro, that legit happened oh, one time, bro. I was so <laughs> sick. It had to be Facebook too. That's when I deleted Facebook. I'm like, dude, bro. I'm literally in line about to eat like a sub or whatever, and it's a place I go to like all the time. And legit, like, I'm just like this. I put my phone and that thing's loud. I'm like, oh my god. I try to play it off super slick too. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking at him like, what the hell? That's a bad. Never happened to y'all before, like in a public place? Bro, no, because I'm a normal head. person. I have headphones on. <laughs> nah, that's yeah. when you turn around to the person and be like, yo, what are you playing on? That's why I kind of did. I like looked at them and they're looking at me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> at, that point, at that point, bro, I leave it on. <laughs> <laughs> I double down. Like, you don't hear nothing. Like, you don't even hear nothing. It was like, what was that? The wind? I'm like, what was that? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Bro, man, what are some characters you got want to see added to the game? Slayer, Slayer, Slayer. Sin, uh, Johnny. Bro, if they add Johnny, I'm praying that he still has Bacchus side. I just want ABA or Bridget. That's it. Those two characters. They yeah. look OD. Bridget, Bridget's really funny. Yo-yos? I, I Yo-yos, hope Bridget's Bridget added, but like because of the time skip, he's just super ripped. Like he's like seven feet tall, like ten size, and he's still just mobile character with throwing out a yo-yo. It'd be the funniest shit ever. <laughs> Dude, he looks like the Doge, you know, the buff Doge. That's why I want Bridget to look <laughs> Why do you like. want Abba? Because she has a key. Who gives a fuck? Yo, you Abba's a cool hard player. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> say that, bro. Ultima and Abba. Oh, <laughs> right, bro. Yeah. Ultima wielder, bro. No, I want to see uh, I want to see Akuma. What you want to get the fuck Akuma from Akuma from Street Fighter? Yo, from from Tekken, bro. Akuma from Tekken. Tekken. Oh yeah. Hey. Oh my God. How com or how likely, real talk? How likely do you think it is to see any sort of crossover character in Guilty Gear Strive as DLC? Do you think it could happen? No. Goku. No, I'm kidding. I don't think it could happen, but the most likely character would Very be Ragna the Ragna, right? Yeah. Because in the end of the story, what happens... So the two universes are technically connected because you can make connections between Rachel and Slayer. Yes. They're both of the same like race from vampires. vampires. Yeah. So... Well, you can see, like, the end of the story where Ragna becomes the Black Beast and he gets, like, decimated by the six heroes. He, like... He gets blipped out of existence. Like, Ragna doesn't exist in the end of Blaze Blue. That's the end of the story. What? So, like... Ragnar the Blood Edge. Love that character, bro. Man, yeah. I got some stories about that character. My uh, favorite character okay. growing up was Ragnar. Big fan. Big edgy. Bro, big edgy. I whatever. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> it does look trippy. But um, yeah, so at the end of the story, he gets like blipped out of existence. So you could like theoretically, you know, say he got blipped into the guilty year universe because they have some kind of like interdimensional connections. That's I crazy. think there's a negative like 12% chance that ever actually happens. A negative 12. But it's the only possible chance that I could ever see, because I think Daisuke has been on like on record saying he has zero interest in guest characters, because I think he really likes his lore, because I think he yeah. um, decided to write a story and then make a fighting game around it. Yeah. Or he decided to make a music track and then make a fighting game around it, or Strive, where he decided to make a fishing game and then make a fighting game around it. 
but um, yeah, I, I, I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, cool I think but. it'd be dope. Me too. I don't know what he'd look like in that aesthetic, like the Strava aesthetic. We've only ever seen, you know, pixel art. They all basically want another yeah. soul bad guy. Bro, no, Ragnar's not just Ragnar's order soul. All right, you, first of you all, have it straight. Yeah. First of all, Ragnar is sick as hell in a bunch of different ways. The soul, like he doesn't have. Okay, soul carries around a big stick. Ragnar has a sword, like a that proper a sword that turns into a scythe, and he has like that, like dark energy shit coming out of his sword and shit. It's he, he's got the he's got the grimoire Azor, I believe it's called. Or yeah. Azure Grimoire. There we go. The blaze blue. The blaze blue. Yeah. He and, calls um, a character butt floss in the lore. That's canonical. <laughs> How can you not want this character? I would need an intro like that. He's like, "What's up, butt floss?" Bro, that's every intro he has with Bullet. I'm here for oh it. Oh my god. That seems too chaotic, even for <laughs> Probably because of her shorts. So good. All right, last topic. What are your future plans with Strive? We're going to start off with herbs. Hold on, wait. I didn't answer the other question, did I? Bro. Oh, um, what are some of your uh, um, what are some changes you'd like to see in Strive? Yeah. Uh, real simple. Obviously, lobby system. Please give that a super buff. Like in <laughs> tournament aspect, like trying to host a tournament within that is kind of annoying. Because you have to, like, purposely let them get off and reset. That's, like, annoying. They need to fix that. Yeah. Um. What else? Add frame data, like Beefy said. And universal change that I need to see that I really hate is punishing moves that I feel like is designed to be punished is dust. I hate that thing with a passion. Like, the, the thing's, like, supposedly punishable, but it pushes them too far away. I want to have, like, a universal punish. Punish that. Gold burst, I want that to be super punishable. And I don't know if this is in the previous Guilty Gears. For some reason, they... They want people to go for gold burst because when you burst, it doesn't fully deplete your your meter for the burst. I think that's really stupid and annoying. I feel like they should be disciplined and not have the meter. What else? Um, uh, I feel like make the other characters like the top tier characters because uh, without tension, I feel like they're super old. Like you can see like Ram, Happy Chaos. They're like godlike. Soul, just make their combos better. Like as far as six Ps, because I feel like a lot of characters are not rewarded with a lot of damage off of an anti air. And I think that may be it. Terp? Um, I would say probably, I definitely think something about positive bonus needs to be changed. Yeah. Like, um, I definitely think the top end characters, they, like, they abuse it the best. Like, they get, they get their offense, they get a lot, they gain a lot of meter, and they also, they wall break, pretty, they can convert into wall break really easily. And that just leads into like snowball, uh, snow snowbally games where, oh, they broke wall. All right, well, uh, hopefully they don't know how to use that meter well. Me, uh, meter well, but if they do, you get into really messed up like mix situations where like it becomes really hard to make a, a comeback. Especially like a strong happy cast player, if they're able to get positive bonus, it's Those like GGs. man, GG next. Yeah, you you know, if it's like a really really strong one of the top tier happy cast players, it can really feel. Uh, like an insurmountable lead just because they have that uh, the meter gain from yeah, it. Yeah, even trying to negate their meter gain, you're like FDing. Oh, but oh, there goes all your bar in like two hits. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely what I would want to see. On change. the damage for me, I forgot to admit, but I think the damage is a little bit too high, in my personal opinion. But I guess that's been in all the other guilty gears. But, uh, I think it's a little too low. Shut up. <laughs> hey, bro, I need more damage, bro. Yeah. Bro, why why don't we to why isn't he TODing with one pop buster? Yeah, bro, that's crazy. I, man, I gotta work so hard for that one pop buster. Bro. <laughs> I got the Tempkin play. I gotta work hard all no, bro. Oh, oh, you need just one knockdown. That's it, bro. Oh yeah, but uh, good luck getting that knockdown against uh, against like uh, really good players. 
<laughs> and creating briefly, y'all already said y'all point about yeah. on what y'all want to see change. All right, so we can move on to the next one, which is the last one is, what are your future plans with Guild Gear Strive? To be the best jackal in the world. Ooh. And I want to, like, help people out with jackal. I want people to understand the matchup and help me get better. But that's my goal. Like, I don't want to get, like, top. I want to be, like, a really... I want to be a force to reckon with Jack. I'm like, all right, you need to watch check, you need to watch her. So my goal is definitely to improve. Also, um, help the community grow as well, too, and see people grow and become stronger. That's, like, one of my personal favorite things. And let me see. I don't know. Give me another good character, bro. <laughs> like, give me Ava or Jet so I can, like, grind. I need. I feel like I honestly need, like, a secondary character I love. I haven't found that. I've been playing Happy Chaos, but I'm not really passionate with that. Player's base style. I suggested uh, Zotto because I do think that Zotto fits your your style. Just, I'm just uh, scared I might not love Jacko no more, bro. Oh my <laughs> but, God. You're why are you fine. afraid of not loving Jacko? Bro, because the thing is, Zotto is a 10 times better Jacko. Then just play Zotto. I don't know. And, but plus, it doesn't feel like I have the same bad matchup, so I got to like drop everything that I learned to learn Zotto. And Zotto doesn't twerk when he crouches. Exactly, yeah. 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 Pros and cons. You can mod it in. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. Though. That would be crazy. Derp, your future plans with Strive? Um, yeah, definitely I need to uh, grind more matchups and just uh, improve because um, I definitely, at this point, I, I want to be a more of a consistent, like, Potemkin because at, at where I'm at right now with, like, getting busy with school and such, um, my, t my Potemkin is not... Uh, not consistent uh, as as I'd like as I'd like it to be, especially in a, a lot of matchups. Fair, fair, all right. Creator, I'm trying to be one of the best in the whole country. Honestly, I really. Um, I mean, the other day, Hitachi got on uh, Flynn's stream and he he said that uh, he that I have the worst defense he has ever <laughs> seen. Jesus, oh, no. wait, did you hear that during during the tournament? Or no? That was uh, after the tournament. Oh, so you watched it. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah, and I thought uh, you heard it while you was playing. No, no, no. Was it during the, his little uh, when his he was little interview with Nightbreed? Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, you stream, respect, dude. respect. I mean, Hotachi's the goat. I can't say much, um, but I want to be at a level where I can go toe to toe with people like Hotachi. Yeah. And I think I've proven uh, a couple times that I continuously get better. Yeah, I mean, I, I was the first to end the Marvello supremacy. Yes, on. you were. Yeah. Yes, that's. And true. let it be known that last night we had a long hosting session in my house, and I didn't drop a single set to to Marvello. I didn't drop a single set to anybody actually. Ooh, nice. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm coming for Hotaji, be it here at a local or at a major grand stage. Beef set? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no beef. It's no, just, just kidding, bro. I'm such a competitive person that. I really have that drive. I really do. I want to do it. Mm -hmm. Beefy. You know, I'm gaming. I'm a pretty aloof person, so my, my goals with the game kind of switch on a daily basis, but I'm always trying to improve and understand the game better. I think it'd be pretty cool to uh, commentate a major, though. Yeah, I know, definitely. That would be dope. Uh, that'd be pretty fun. Just for the experience, see how it goes. I feel like, you know, I've been trying to improve myself both in the game and on the mic, so why not, you know? I'll commentate my own match when I when I'm winning uh, Evo. I'll also be the commentator for top eight. So there's so many roles that you can take in the FGC that 
that's another thing is that like you don't have to feel like you have to be the best at the games to like be a part of the FGC. Like you could be a TO, you could be a commentator, you could be a player, you could be uh, like a lab monster. Even if like like if you're a tech god, you might not be actually amazing in matches, but you might just be really good at finding tech. I've I've seen people like that. Yeah. And oh. so there's so many different roles that you could take that you could feel empowered to not just be like, I only have a place here if I'm really good at the game. Yeah. I think the cool part is you can wear multiple hats. That too. You know? Yeah. Like you, you don't have to just do one thing. You can do yeah. many avenues. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm i glad I'm back to TOing some online events because I always enjoy uh, being a TO. Get commentate some stuff, come out, play some games. It's, it's fun to be able to wear those multiple hats and, you know, look at different perspectives from the FGC. My goal because I, I, for me, it's definitely, like, player-oriented. One thing that really strikes out to me is I think that I speak for most of us, but definitely for me and Turb, where, like, you know, Marvello is a huge inspiration for me. And it shows that, like, you know, there's this is someone who, like, has been playing fighting games for upwards of a decade if, or something like that and took time to, you know, teach me and Turb what we know now. And I think about, I, I frequently think about the fact that there's people in my age group and who are my contemporaries, like um, some that come to mind are obviously like Turb, uh, Chris, you know, Water One, FP, um, Miles. These are people who are around my same like age who have like the potential to blow up really strong if they, if they really put their mind to the game. And I can only sometimes think about like eventually we will be the Marvellos of our scene yeah. if you know if we stick around which yeah. I, which I, I would hope to um i can't imagine fgc not being a part of my life at this point to be honest and i think that's really dope to imagine like passing on the you know the torch the, the torch that that sounds super dope so i want to be involved for a really long time in whatever way possible yeah because I, I i do like the idea of hey you know if i if i'm not gonna be competing anymore i i, I at least want to contribute Contribute and then, of course, help bring up the next generation. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that's something they can't take away from you is knowledge. And that's what I love doing. Like spreading knowledge and seeing somebody implementing the gameplay is just phenomenal. Oh, 100% agree. Yeah. The amount of impact that. That's like, what I love. Just seeing the level of like somebody never, like Waluigi is actually doing good now. Like to actually see him utilizing the ramp pressure in the corner and I'm just seeing the stepping stones. So. Yeah. No, I, I love seeing people improve. It's crazy. Um, I think that's one of the funnest parts. Dude, like community is the real reason to play fighting games. Yeah. Like, above... Oh, agreed. Oh, the game looks cool, the combos, this and that, but the community is it. That's the reason. Yeah. That's why we're here. Exactly. That's why That's why we're here at 11.17 in the freaking oh morning on God. a Sunday. <laughs> like, 11, like, 11.17's early. Bro, <laughs> I wake up at, like, 1 p.m. regularly. This is, like... Yeah, man, man, early. early. Yeah, I will curve up anyway. This is upstanding <laughs> citizen behavior on my part. I do not do this. Oh my God! I'm cursed to be up at 6:30 every morning. <laughs> Same. I, I wake up early. I'm oh, you guys. That's what time I go to sleep. You have more hours. I'm but not yeah, kidding. I'd be degenerate. But yeah, I agree with Creator on that. Like, community is the is the reason why you get into the FGC because you know, as um, Creator and Beefy said, like you go, you can fulfilled many roles in the FGC. Like, even if you're not good in fighting games, you still have a place in the community. And, and like to do great things. Was that? Some people just like watching, like Beefy said, that they're oh, just like more of a spectator. Four years. Yeah. Four years. Same. It is what it is. You just, every form of enjoyment is valid. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, good. Go do what you think is fun. That's what I say. 
All right. With that being said, um, we'll be taking any questions in the chat. This is now the chat's time to ask any of us questions that you guys want answered on the podcast. And then, of course, while we're waiting, if you guys have anything that you guys want to share or. Okay. All right. I we got one. I got one. Gamers Heaven. Heaven. Gamers Heaven South Florida says, do you need a fight stick to be good or can people play with the controller? You need a hitbox to be good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm playing. I mean, you're not entirely wrong. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm playing. You can be good with anything. I mean, Hitachi's a pad player. So if you ever want to look at literally the, the highest level NA player and maybe the highest level player of Guilty Gear Strive in the world right now, they, they play on a, a regular controller. So. Yeah. Sonic Fox plays on pad. Yeah. Yeah. Sonic Fox plays on That's like the best. He's like the. They're, they're, they're like, like the, the best player of fighting game history. Would you like, say like Sonic is like the LeBron them. or Michael Jordan of of fighting games currently, right? Yeah, I would yeah. say. The issue right now is I feel like they're not playing anything. There's like not a like, game for that them they, that to play. In playing, yeah, but, but like whatever game they're interested in, they're always top player. But even then, like, <laughs> I think that Sonic Fox is such a good player that like. Oh my god. When it happens. They'll be there, and it'll be crazy. They could probably play anything. It's whether or not they want to. It's right. Kind of like, that's really what it yeah, is. we didn't even get a question. We just got a statement from uh, ECG Miles saying that Herb's Jocko free. Don't worry. I'm coming from Walmart, bro. I'm going to destroy him in his own game. And then so. just told him to go to sleep. <laughs> I will say that when it comes um, to answering um, Gamers Heaven South Florida's question is you can you can be good at anything. You can be good with any character depending on what you feel comfortable with at the end of the day. Like, there are some, like for me, I feel comfortable with Nago on a fight stick, but on a controller, just like, no. But I feel control. I feel comfortable with biking on controller, but not on fight stick. Like, it, it varies. Like, different characters vary for, you know, a lot of people, especially, you know, how they play with them. But it all comes down to just, preference. do you, yeah, preference and do you feel comfortable yeah. using this controller or fight stick or hitbox with this character? If you do, great, continue forward. If not, Try something else or try a different and, character. And if anything, that's another reason, uh, like, for someone, if they have locals near them, to go to locals. Because then you can, you, I mean, generally people are pretty, like, uh, open, uh, especially after, after you, like, talk to them a bit. Like, you can, like, try out other controllers or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't have to, like, go First out time there. I used Hitbox was yours. Hmm. Really? Yeah, you let me your hip, let me use your hitbox. That was the first time I touched one. Oh, I, I yeah, because creator usually br bring his own big um fight stick or oh, whatnot. Yeah. yeah, at the Victrix. But like and five different wires and stuff. Bro, and <laughs> so the thing is too, um, I don't think that you need a fight stick or like a hitbox or anything like that to be good. I do think it's really fun actually. I think that just on a pure fun factor, I think they're really fun to use, and I think that you should give yourself the opportunity of trying it for a little bit, even just to see if you like the feel. Although, yeah. although I would say, like, um, I'd be very careful about gang, like, if you're not, like, experienced in, like, using the arcade stick, uh, like, ever, I'd be very careful about, like, splurging on, like, a fight stick. Oh, no, don't splurge. Yeah. Well, yeah. Splurge. so I think oh. the best entry-level fight stick, if anyone's actually interested, is the live ball. It's the um, drone. I think it's the whole Quanba drone. Quanba drone is really good. Yeah. It's uh it's about eighty dollars. It's a solid flight stick. Lasts me two years. So like I think there's a lot of like entry less level. There's a lot. Yeah. Of, Honestly, a little I, bit less expensive. It's like from forty dollars flight sticks, but you oh, get those. Yeah. They're like breaking within like well, a I, week. I think especially at home, like probably the most cost effective. Yeah, you're or right. Eventually to lead into it would actually be you could 
try playing keyboard. That's cursed. Dude. Don't don't do that. That's <laughs> cursed. No, there's some people that play yeah, on keyboard. You, I, I play. On, I play on keyboard on uh, in Tekken. That's demonic behavior for me. Wait, you <laughs> play Tekken? Well, I play it a little bit, oh. like not but, not seriously, but um. And like back to the controller thing, like. Also, I feel like don't be pressured, I guess, by, like, what character choice you do. Um, so, Chris, Water 1 plays Zado on pad, which... Uh, unheard if, of. That's the thing. Like, you say unheard of, but, like, Beautiful Dude, when the game came out, did a um, video on how to play Zado on pad. So, like, you can you can be the person that, like, tries something out like that and makes it happen. Because I would say it's unheard of. I, there's no way I could play Zado on pad. I can't play Zado on stick. But uh, there ain't no way I'd be able to do that on pad. So um, I'm laughing at buckets. He's like WASD and Tekken is tight. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it, it's a, it's a method. You know the mix box is out there for a reason. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think uh, conference keyboard. I just think that at the end of the day, it's a controller for everybody. Me personally, the main reason I use my hitbox is just I feel like it's it just pays off in the long run. You know what I mean? Like, if you get a controller, like if you want to do it, by all means, go for it. But you're gonna keep spending 60, 60, 60, 60, like every two or three months because all the bungee print. Unless you want to open up your controller and do that. But yeah, yeah, it depends on your goals. Yeah, and also the most important thing is like uh, some people are like nervous of talking to people. Me, no, but at least with your hitbox or fight stick, whatever, you can like be creative and then like opens conversations too. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. I, I do think that's the coolest part about playing like a hitbox Ooh, or a stick is the creativity that comes out or like the art that you can put on it. I love customizing. Right, that I stuff. remember coming out with the first Flint sermon with a. Uh, Basically, an obsidian with a, a WSD instead Boot of a joystick. Yeah. Bro, that <laughs> was like, like the first match I, I, I played, literally the keys like fell off, and I was like, oh, Ooh, shit, that is so I to, awkward. I had to pick it up off the ground and like fix it. Uh, all right, one more question from Gamers Heaven in South Florida. Do you guys think being good in one fighting game translate to most other fighting games, like going to one fighting game to another? It can, but not necessarily. It's not a rule. I will say yes and no, because I came from Mortal Kombat. Transitioning to Gears of Gears Drive, I kind of felt a little bit lost because the RPS in that game was not as heavy. Like, the rock, paper, scissors. Like, the decision-making and how fast you got to make those decisions, it didn't really transfer over. Because mm. in the game I played, was, like, super neutral heavy. But this one, like, you barely have any time to think. You have to do, like, some crazy option select. So I will say the answer to the question would be yes and no. Yeah, because if yeah. you play multiple different fighting games, they definitely help you in certain aspects and stuff. Yeah, I think it depends on uh, what you get good at at that fighting game. Like, if you get really good at, like, I would say, like, uh, offense, like, sometimes that won't necessarily translate, like, the best to certain uh, games. Like, it depends on what that game, like, uh, benefits the most out of. Like, if you come from, like, I don't know, I can't think of an example, but like for instance, like a game that uh, heavily is like defensive, and then you go to like Guilty Gear Strive or whatever, or go to a game where it's heavily offensive. It's like it's definitely not the it's not gonna translate a hundred percent. I think what's important to remember is that when you're getting good at anything, the most important thing and the most important factor to getting good is how you learn. Yeah. What is your method of learning? Do you have a good learning philosophy? Do you have a good learning regimen? Those things are the things that you, like, when you become good at something, you understand what it takes to grind that skill and to, like, you know, have the right mentality. That's the stuff that carries over and it allows you to kind of, like, look at things with a different perspective from, because when you play, you're no longer looking at things from a perspective of, like, I want to win. You're looking at, like, I want to learn, I want to learn, I want to learn, I want to learn. Yeah. And that's what's going to get you there. 
Bro, STEM majors on the on fighting games, bro. <laughs> what? It's just uh, I don't know. I think I think it it well, I think it translates pretty well. Nerds. <laughs> nerds, nerds in the oh, playing yeah. games. Nerds. Oh hell yeah! And I think it's it's kind of like comparing any other genre going between games. Um, I remember when Valorant was coming out, a lot of uh, Overwatch professionals were were going to Valorant because Overwatch was in a bad place at the time, and you could be like, well, I'm not gonna talk about genres. They're both first person shooters, right? Yeah. And there's some Overwatch players that ended up going to Valorant and became really, really, really strong. And there's some that their skills that they learned from Overwatch didn't carry over to Valorant, and they were. Not they're they're struggling. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of the same thing in fighting games. Like it's the same thing, you know, like with different genres of of any type of game is depending on who you are. Sometimes you take those skills and you easily adapt them to to the next game you play. And sometimes you take those skills and it's it's a struggle. It like doesn't work out. Yeah. You've seen some Smash players get really really strong at traditional fighting games, and there are skills that you can take from a game, a platform fighter like Super Smash Bros. and adapt them, such as you know footsies. Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, so, so it's something you see between genres, and I think it's just some people are able to take the skills they've learned and easily apply them and be like, it's the same thing, and some people's brains just are like, man, this is all new to me. I mean, if you take the AT&T Annihilator Cup that just happened <laughs> as, you know, for Street Fighter, um, so Doublelift, who is a, you know, really well-known, like, North American League of Legends player, mm-hmm. he has a slight history of dabbling with ultra street fighter 4 but he didn't really play street fighter 5 like that to my knowledge and he actually took the tournament versus a bunch of other like so relatively amateur streamers and i think the main thing that sets him apart isn't that he's like innately godlike at street fighter 5 because he does not play street fighter 5 but it's something like someone like double lift they know what it takes to get good at something they yeah. have that learning mentality learning philosophy and it's like a problem solving thing I actually think, you know, just on a deeper level, um, I remember back when I was a kid, uh, you know, parents would be like, oh, you know, video games rot your brain and stuff like that. I actually think video games are super good for people developing critical thinking skills, problem solving skills, especially for kids, like for young kids. Mm -hmm. I think it's actually really good for their development. Obviously, everything within moderation, but um, fighting games essentially becomes really intricate moment to moment problem solving and that's super fun i agree helps you read people mm-hmm. <laughs> i agree when, when you're interrogating someone in the future one more question this is from ecg miles how often a day do you guys practice me barely once a week or twice a week i'm probably embarrassed to say i'll be like in the lab i feel like i'm more in the lab than actually playing matches so mm-hmm. it's like crazy i just feel like the sky's the limit that counts as practice though yeah 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 how often like how long do you play per day Mm, like actual matches, like in total between. In total, in total. In total. I'll probably like say like maybe three hours, four hours. Okay. Huh. Yeah, like three to four hours. Do you work? Hmm? No, I'm steady looking for a job now. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably on average every day, because I also there sometimes I like miss a day. It's probably around. Around now, around like. Like an hour. Like 30, 30 minutes. Yeah. Or like uh, just a very sh- like short because because uh, of school. Yeah. But actually, as of very very recent, um, it's it's gone up. Um, but definitely before I like, it was definitely there were times where I w- wasn't playing uh like games for like uh like th- there were definitely a lot of three day like um 
gaps or like a lot of like gaps in, in between days where I wouldn't practice. But uh, it's definitely it's definitely biting me now. But <laughs> definitely, I'm 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 getting a bit more uh, into the grind recently. For me, um, also recently, it was like the past month I barely played. Um, like I said, uh, going to that local where Hotashi was last week at Flynn's and then AJ, losing to some of those people um, definitely fired me up. So as of the past week, I've been playing around three hours per day. I try to do like an hour and a half in the daytime before work and then like an hour and a half or two hours after work. And that's usually how much I get in per day. Um, I skip some days, you know, it's not religious. It's not a job. It's just, I like it. Okay. Beefy. Wait, you guys play this game? <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm messing with you, out. But uh, back when I was working, uh, I honestly didn't practice as much as maybe I, I wanted to. Uh, work was kicking my ass. But uh, recently, since I've had a, a lot more free time, I've been uh, grinding a bit, like four or five hours a day, trying to try and improve, trying to get my placements up. Because before I was like, I was probably playing like two or three hours like a week. Okay. So I've been I've been really trying to to improve. Yeah. All right. Rolling it. Well, Luigi. Oh. Uh, for the past two weeks, I worked like 117 hours. A respect. But I've been able to play maybe like a good hour, hour and a half a day or so. And then some offline training with Herbs made it even more bonus points. Shouts out, Herbs. Yeah, I get a lot of my time from, from tournaments. Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely. Me too. Mm. All right, y'all. So if there's, since there's no any further questions, I guess we can just go put a bow on this and wrap this up. That being said, I would like to thank everyone on this um, panel to, you know, for joining us on this episode. Greatly appreciate having you guys on and, you know, sharing your perspectives on everything Guilty Gear Strive related. Can't wait to have at least y'all three as individual guests in oh, the future. Yes. So that way I can, you know, explore not just with Strive, but your gaming origins, your background story, everything about just video games all in general. And whatnot and then of course just you know your journey from as you were young to now as an adult from you know when it came to video games and whatnot so expect that dm dope dope i'm down hell yeah expect it Glad to be and yeah i mean other than that this is this has been a great episode for i mean for this this week this that's week, episode of the yeah. week fine sunday morning. I'm, I'm i'm hungry too so me too my brain <laughs> yes, i tell you respect to senpai he told us he was here until two last night babysitting the smash players like, i'm telling you like i thought it was past their bedtime at that point. like bro not nah, like no nah, it, it, it it's crazy because after the tournament's done like we was done at 12 we you had people still here at two in the morning still grinding the time be flying though bro yeah don't like worry, I got, I, I, I'm sorry, but I got to peel the Smash players real quick because I've been roasting them all day. Kazuya Mishima. <laughs> hey, let me find out, bro. Yo. I'm going to go over there and cook all the Smash players, bro. Just give me one month. I'm cooking them all. There's bro. only one good Kazuya player in. Bro, so my boy Omnilax, I'm hyped for him. That dude is so cool. <laughs> Biggest Omnilax fan in the world right he here. Get, he gets some upsets. Sponsored, he gets some upsets. Sponsored by FAU. I, I brought that kid up. No, not really. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Big Omnilax fan, I tell you, best best collegiate. If you're not looking at the collegiate circuit of Super Smash Bros, Omnilax is the best player in the scene. Of course, you got my boy Arsenic coming right right behind him. He's getting me as much as the locals, but Omnilax, I'm telling you, he's making PR this season. He's gonna do it again. I tell you, it's really. You guys picked the wrong tournaments to do PRs on. Saying now, oh now Blue Buff, not Blue Buff back on PR. 
I'm going to have to come back to the scene. He's okay. right. He's taking them all out. Kazuya Mishima is about to destroy him. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm a big fan of him. Big fan. Big fan. Oh, man. This, is, this has been great. This has been great. It really has. <laughs> um, Waluigi? Guys, Any? thank you guys so much for being here. It's an honor like, having you guys as Strive players show off and tell about your histories and such and your interests and even with the future of the game. There's definitely a lot of definition. Can't wait to have you guys individually. Thank you. All right. That being said, Wario. Uh, uh, with Breakfast that being time. said, yeah, yeah, we, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm starving. <laughs> that Man being said, run. yeah, man. With that being mind. said, this has been episode 51 of the South Florida Gamers podcast. We are signing out. Peace. Peace.